The following presentation may contain language unsuitable for elderly grandparents, household pets, and nuns. Unnamed Drag Productions accepts no responsibility for any resulting homosexuality, teenage pregnancy, or chemical dependency that may transpire as a result of listening to this garbage fountain. You have been warned. Enjoy! Unnamed Drag Podcast! On your marks, get set, ho! to the unclaimed dad flannel unnamed hot dog flask welcome how are you i'm pretty good sack of shite I'm marilyn d- sane <laughs> how are you shite of sack <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> i'm very well thank you i need to have some coffee yeah that's what i need to do i've di- we've just had um a little bit of a dip in energy um because we spent so I'm long sure. having business business numbers business, meetings business. and then getting ready becoming stunningly beautiful and gorgeous honestly i look fucking great yeah that when we sat down to was like, I need some caffeine. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, drag. I don't know if you know this because we we never complain. Mm. Oh my god, I Ever. I hate to complain. Oh Absolutely. My god, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to finish painting my nails. Yes, you do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's like, okay. It's only going to be on the internet forever. I know, like, right? it doesn't matter. It's not like you have to make an effort. Mm. But I do like this hat. Thank you so much. Oh, 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 Talk oh, them oh, 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 we forgot to do that. What? Okay, we haven't filmed a podcast RL in like two months. I'm sort of a little bit rusty about how this thing works. Since, <laughs> since before Pride, we haven't yeah, filmed exactly. a podcast. Okay, so I look like um, a lampshade that hates her parents. <laughs> I look like a rebellious lampshade. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm Beetlejuice's slutty secretary. You look like um, the receptionist at a zoo. Yes. Who's also just like the biggest slut. Biggest. Biggest slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, that's on her name tag. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Biggest slut. (laughs) Miss Slut, can I see you in my office? And you just come in like, you can call me biggest. That's how you walk everywhere. You walk everywhere like you're tossing off two dicks. Yeah, yeah, like I'm skiing. Yeah. Oh, but you look great. Thank you. Well, this this is this top was supposed to be a dress, but it, as you can tell by the warping of the fabric, (laughs) like it doesn't fit. And so I put it on as a dress, and then. Came through into the other room and just, just like, oh no. Yeah, it's, you, it's you were fully Donald Ducking. Yeah, 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 I was Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh in yeah. your pants. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in my pants. Mum, I've Winnie the Pooh myself. <laughs> Miss, can you... I go to the toilet, please? I've come to. <laughs> you go to school and you've forgotten to put any trousers or pants on. I Winnie the Pooh myself, Miss. And just like, yes, I can yes, see your whole yes, bum. You please, you are excused, please. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so it's been traumatic. Yeah, yeah. It? Uh, quick recap though. Um, mm. It was Pride last month. Yes, it um, was. I would, you know, I was feeling it for like a week afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm a local celebrity. Yeah. Well, oh what? no, no, no. I mean, feeling the physical effects. Oh. The emotional effect. Yeah, I felt like a fucking superstar. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Yeah. It was like. To everyone who came and supported, yeah, I felt booked and blessed and like royalty. It was so gorgeous. Thank you so much. Like, what what a incredibly amazing experience. The week after, however, (laughs) took me about five days to wake up in the morning and feel like I think I'm okay now. Yeah, and then I pushed it. And fucked around too much at that weekend. Do you remember when I was like trying to um, do 
the roofing in the attic. Mm -hmm. I was trying to convert my attic space into a more usable space. So I had like a fucking jigsaw out and a fucking hammer and all that Not shit. Not a saw, like, like a hundred pieces. Oh yeah. It was a picture of cat. It was ages three to six uh -huh. and it's up there half finished because yeah, yeah. I just can't seem to find all the corners so sorry. made of corners. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like tried to do DIY and shit, and then um, on the Sunday and the Monday, sore throat, mouth ulcer, and I had both of them for a week. Oh because God. apparently, when you're run down, you're supposed to do this thing where you stop. Mm. Can't relate. I did the thing where I stopped. You did the thing where you stopped. So I um, booked a holiday the week after Pride. You clever little I bitch. <laughs> I'm doing it again next year. It was fucking worth it. I did it the wrong... I like went for a massage before Pride. Yeah, and it was like, it. I'm going to go for one afterwards. And I didn't. Yeah, you didn't. I'm so stupid. But like... But you went on holiday. Yeah, so we had Pride Day, which is obviously a gauntlet. We were in drag from like 9am till 3am. Sorry. Then My call we... fell out. <laughs> Then the day after, we had the pageant at the castle midday, which so was much so fucking good. So much Nottingham fun. has talent. So much fun. Queer talent. We basically got booked to go and sit outside and, and judge and people. watch a drag show and then give like yeah ratings. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even have to like. There was a microphone on the table, but very rarely did live like call us out mm -hmm. so we didn't have to do much yeah i went as a character yeah. I, I went as nana wintour rather than going as nana uh, so when i was asked to speak and they mm. were like you know how are you and i was just like oh um i just would like to say it's an absolute pleasure to be here and i'd rather be anywhere else yes. um and then i didn't even have to perform yeah because i forgot it was like a, it was a family friendly event and i brought a swear word in my song she said fuck and or bugger i, I said i said you stupid <laughs> a lot. So, so I couldn't do it. Well, yeah. the song is called You Stupid it is, Bitch. And that you is know. the chorus. You stupid, stupid. You poopy bitch. little slut. Who ruins things. Yeah. And deceives the people she loves. And lose some weight. Like, lose it's some just, weight. it's everything that you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but then we had a little break. And then in the evening, we had a tea or coffee came to perform. Yes, she did. Absolute gorgeous desert dry so humor, nice. but absolutely wonderful. I was talking to her. Did you slide into the DMs? No, 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 no. Oh, Although mean... she did follow me on Instagram after she that. She followed me too. Yeah. I was like, look, I met her. Yeah. <laughs> but so I was talking to her and she was like, I've met you before. And I was like, I don't think you have. Oh, no. And I was like, you look familiar too, but you've been on telly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, did you used to work at Propaganda? And I was like, I was shot girl at Propaganda. And she was like, you might have been the first drag queen I ever met. No. Yeah, I'm like, maybe, but also a lot of people who worked at Propaganda, maybe not. You were also the first drag queen that a lot of people met. Yeah, I'm, were... the, I'm the first drag queen. You were the first drag queen of the Mayflower. <laughs> I invented drag. Yeah, exactly. Actually. Like, the first carpentry job that Jesus ever had was building you a stage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I could lip sync to other people singing because they hadn't invented, like, yeah, any yeah, sort yeah. of sounds. Exactly. Like I was lip syncing to hymns. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah. they just got the ugly girl who could sing to stand backstage and I'd do... 23 Skidoo. Uh, wagon Wheel 1, 2, C, yeah, which you also invented. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anyway. Makeup used to be called cave painting. <laughs> 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 Just crushed fruit. But yeah, oh so that finished God. at half 11, or mm -hmm. roundabouts. Got home for midnight, yeah. packed my hand luggage, had a shower, got in the taxi for half one, mm -hmm. went to the airport, um, caught a plane at 4am. And then crabs. 
and then crabs. Yeah, in, in, this in the style toilet of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very well traveled. <laughs> <laughs> crabs executive. Yeah, yeah. I have to have a passport for each of them. It's a fucking nightmare. Oh, God, <laughs> the logistics. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, trying to get your crabs home at the embassy. I was like, most of them are under two years old. Can they just go on my passport? <laughs> they can sit in my lap. The elders, however, in fact, they, they do need their own documentation. <laughs> The elder crabs. Yeah. How um, long had you been awake so by the time you I landed? Because obviously we did Pride and then got home at 3am. Yeah. And then I didn't sleep mm-hmm. because that's stupid. Yeah. Um, I worked out in the space of 72 hours, I'd had two and a half hours sleep. Yeah. Um, I was seeing shadow people. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point talk, where I'm talk, talking to your thoughts in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it got yeah. to the point where I was so tired that you just get a case of the fuckets and everything's funny. Yeah. Like, if you can push through the other side, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you're screaming at the sun. Totally. Yeah, and like, it is nice. I got to an all inclusive hotel, got handed a glass of Prosecco, I was like, here we go. We're doing yeah. this. It was We're wor- doing it this. It was worth it in the end. Yes, it fucking was. Can I just say that my favourite moment on the Sunday, obviously the Northern Gorgeous drag that I saw, was you trying to complain about the fact that you were going to Italy. <laughs> And I got a room of about 10 drag performers to start going, oh, 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 oh no. You have to go on holiday. Oh. It, it was like being on a beach full of yeah. seals masturbating. It was, it was a, it, the chorus that Liv, Liv who was organising it, walked into the room and they were just like, what the what fuck is going? Like when like, a, I'm being bullied, that's what's happening. Like when a teacher walks into a class and all of the pupils are just going fucking right. Why is no one rehearsing? Yeah, exactly, why? Why has no one sat down and why don't you have any eyelashes on? My God, just like being at primary school uh-huh. all over again. <laughs> anyway, speaking of... Oh, speak why is nobody rehearsing? Seamless segue. Oh my God, Marilyn, it's like you've done this um, 69 to 70 times before. I can't remember what episode this is. 71? Anyway. Not a fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> so no. so where, where were you going with that? My, I... my seamless segue was mm-hmm. that today we are talking about... Because we are both... Theatre kids. Theatre class. Theatre class. Theatre class. And like, oh, it's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to unpack there. I know, but it's very exciting to kind of like, because when you said, oh my God, we were both theatre kids, we should talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I immediately plunged my mind your into brain, the darkness. Your brain, like, your nosebleed. Yeah. Oh God, oh no. Someone says the two words, yeah. act as neutral. Oh. <laughs> oh, Theatre sta- black. Stage blacks, yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, I had a friend named Candice, and whenever they'd name shout blackout she'd just go stand in the middle of the stage because she was black stop it it was the funniest fucking thing no that's great the the director was just like felt really awkward yeah that's why it's great it was really funny just like testing everyone's white privilege out it's like (laughs) feeling privileged yet and everyone's like no I feel very uncomfortable (laughs) good I did my job uh huh um yeah so I was Tell me about it. Enrolled in a youth theatre at the age of five. Which means you were checked into your own personal hell. No, because my parents looked at me and was just like, that one never fucking stops performing. Let's put it in a theatre class yeah. once a week. Uh, but I, <laughs> You know what you need to do to the kid who never shuts up? Teach them to project. Yeah, no. yeah teach them how to use their diaphragm. Yeah. And also, spermicidal foam. Uh-huh. <laughs> just to be extra sure. Um... <laughs> Transvaginal mesh. Transvaginal mesh. Yeah, Yeah, the pushing out and scooping method, it's not always going to work. Bearing down whilst looking at a chestnut tree. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. I lost my virginity on the trolley. Um, So I used to go every single week. So far, this one's been wild. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So I used to go every single week. Um, It was literally a pound 
like a pound a week for this oh, like theatre okay. club, and I'd go along with my little pound. Um, and yeah, we did uh, like actual theatre exercises where it was things like you would do like improv, and mm-hmm. I did actually really. I know that improv's like a dirty word. <sighs> But it was like improv as in it like the traditional improvisation. It wasn't like comedy improv. No, I know. It was like you had to improvise scenes. So, and some were funny, but some were actually very serious. Yeah, I know, but it, there's always... But it's still improv. There's always, I know. I have so many improv stories. There's always the... Like, there's always the kid who tries to make it serious. There was one... There was one exercise, because I had a musical theatre at fucking B-Tech level. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Yeah. That's, that's preparation for McDonald's. Right? <laughs> I've got a degree in clipping toenails. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like great, be a dog groomer. Yeah, I've got uh, a B-Tech why am I in, here? I've got a B-Tech in jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, in kickball change. Yeah. So, uh. there was an exercise we used to do that was, everybody lies on the floor, which, first of all, this is a classroom, Mary. I'm not lying on that. And then when was the last time this? Why were this? The floors were always black and sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they were that like blue carpet that was this long. So why are we? Why do we have carpet? Oh. Why do we have carpet? It's rock solid Velcro. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. are we doing this to ourselves? The but, friction burn when you fell on one of those. Ooh, it was a lot. <sighs> um, so everyone had to lie on the floor, and mm. then when the when the drama teacher, which is another word for torture instructor, yeah. Um, like clicked their fingers or clapped their hands. Everyone had to wake up as if they had no idea where they were. Stop. And it had to be like, you, you don't know who everyone is. You've just woken up in this place and you could yeah. create a character. No. You could do anything with that. There like was ta- always... Like Tabula Rasa, the episode in Buffy. Exactly. There was always, always, always one fucking dickhead who would just wake up and scream. <laughs> just scream and make it all about them. And you just kind of went... What are we doing? What okay. are we doing with our time? I, I think I might have told this story before, uh-huh. but there was one time when we all had to like write down some information about ourselves and then put it in a hat, and then everyone else had to like just, I hate me had to get someone else's, and then you had to like improvise a character based on oh like what what God. that person had written down, and I and I literally got this wrote trauma. No, I got one like from this girl in my class called Sam, and she was just like live live with my mum got a sister and that was kind of it like they couldn't think of what to say about themselves so I improvised a monologue about how I wanted everyone to leave me alone and go away Completely unrelated. Well, what you could go anywhere with it, and I was like, well, what, what else yeah. do you do with that? I remember. Do you know what I mean? First day, impossible. A level drama and theatre studies. Not only did I do a B tech, I did A levels as well. Glutton for punishment. Fucking idiot. I also did A level yeah, drama, yeah. and Why? it shows. For who? For who did we do that? For this. This. This is a. This is the result of that craft work. Fuck off. Um, so first day, like American Horror Story lampshade over here. <laughs> <laughs> I put in those years and years of effort so that I could be a slutty receptionist. Wonderful. Um, Manja. <laughs> <laughs> so the first day, drama and theatre studies, they do, like, they give everyone a loose storyline, but say, like, improv it. Yeah. The, the teacher comes over to us and was just like, the, the basis is someone's got a secret. And everyone just looks at me like, gay. you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this about the fact that you're gay. How many improvs did you have to do about the fact that you were fucking mad? I I once was involved in a very uncomfortable, like, improvised scene between, like, a gay son and a homophobic father. Yeah, always. And I was just like, this is really uncomfortable, yeah. actually. And also having to be like, my dad's, like, chill with it. Why are we doing yeah. this? 
Yeah, they want the drama. They want yeah, the, exactly. It's just like... Tea it's like, my dad took it better than my mom. What are we yeah. talking about? That's because he took your dick. Um, Stop it! That's my daddy! That's not my, my daddy, daddy. too. <laughs> um, no, but, um, like, that was the thing. Going into... Do drama... At, um, like uh, in an educational way is so is so different from just play. essentially every week I was going to like play from yeah. the age of five to fifteen. I was just going zip go, zap zap just going and having a laugh and like playing games, that? and then we would do like a production four times a year, and we did some like amazing stuff. We like, did too, genuinely amazing things. Like, and I had a really good time, and I learned a lot. Um, like what? What did you learn? I've learned how to command an audience. I learned about stage presence. I learned stage that stage presence I, is something you have. It can't be taught. I learned that acting is reacting. I wish I was. <gasps> <laughs> Fuck off! I hate you. No, but like, look at this. You're a dickhead. I can't be sincere. I had too much coffee. <laughs> Sorry. But the thing is, stage presence, theatricality I, cannot be I, taught. I got it, baby. I don't care. Like how many? That's the thing. I I just. Gravity, stage presence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gravitas. There's some people who just don't know how to command a space. Yeah, definitely. And you can't teach that. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. I've yet to see it. If they can see fear in your eyes and spinach in your teeth. Yeah. The room ain't yours, kid. Yeah. But people do go to acting classes, like, when they want to try and learn how to fake it until they make it. Yeah, true. Like, and a lot of the it kids... were confident. I was going to say a lot of the kids that um, came to my, like, theatre group... Would often start off... Hated you. Probably. Hated you. But but they would start off quite shy and you would just see them, like, really come to life Uh, over time, which was, like, you know, kind of cool that he does that. Yeah, Yeah. a massive tragedy. Children should be seen and not heard. But also, the thing that really frustrated me... Sorry. ...is that as much as um, the director of the theatre, Erica, Erica Hull, her name was, as much as um, she absolutely adored me... No, but she did. Yeah, yeah. Grown woman, gay child. Yeah, yeah. But there was always... um, She always seemed to have this thing of... There would be, like, a young girl... Or, like, a teenage girl that wanted to act. Mm -hmm. And she couldn't help... Because, as a a woman that came up through the industry... Mm -hmm. She couldn't help but go into what I now see as, like, mental mode. So they would get main parts Uh a lot of time. And I would always just be like... I could maybe play that part and I would... You'll be a tree and you'll like it. It was like, you will get something else because this young woman going out of her way to become an actress. Do you know what I I mean? I have so much material about this. Yeah, so so that was always a little bit frustrating because it wasn't until all of them left that I finally started getting better parts. Yeah. Yeah. So and also her first one that she was mentoring was my childhood best friend Kimberly. So I like and we used to always go together. So just for you pushed you, it down the so stairs. For, didn't so you? For, <laughs> just, you pushed where's it down the body? Stairs. Where's the body? The family need closure. But for years I would always just watch her be the star whilst I was like second, third, fourth fiddle. And that was like, you know, as a kid that's tough. And that's probably explains a lot about who yeah. I am as a person. So <laughs> I remember. I was I was at college doing musical theatre, mm-hmm. and I was the only boy on the whole course. Oh, really? So it's 30 kids, I'm the only male. So obviously, when they're casting mm. stuff, I got a main part. Yeah, regardless, sure. guaranteed. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did help that I was better than everyone there. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. That's a benefit, definitely. I, but the amount of girls, they were rightly so, angry with me, because yeah. I'm guaranteed a main part. Mm-hmm. I was also better than them. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, 
If I was born different, if I was born in your body, I'd crush this. Yeah. It'd be better. Oh, but also wanted to say to them, take this energy to every single casting call because yeah. that level of delusion will form a protective yeah. husk around you for yeah. the rest of your life. And then there's Amdram. Oh, so, see. Amateur Dramatics, there's always like, I, the people who have been in it a long time, I they nev- get the pe- I never did Amdram. I've never auditioned for anything. Oh. Honey. But one, one thing that did happen when I was a kid is mm. that there was an open call for a talent agency. And my mum took me and Kimberly along. And you tested negative. To see if, and they, they were like, we want to sign both of them. They're amazing. We can get them modelling gigs, commercials. Da, 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 modelling da. gigs? I was six, okay? I wasn't always gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, uh, when, like, I was like, dirty. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a child. I'll be, I'll be Drew Barrymore, but with less cocaine. <laughs> um, but, Cut to more cocaine. But then later on, um, I came to uh, have it explained the reason why we couldn't be signed up for it is because this agency wanted some money up front yeah, yeah. to pay for like, head, oh, you have to, pay. to pay for headshots and yeah. stuff. So my, my mom was like, I'm not doing that. No. I was... D- Devastated. I was yeah. convinced. I was like, I'm going to be the next Macaulay Culkin. So I was so convinced. Yeah, the theatre I was with, you had to pay a membership and you had to pay insurance. Oh. So if a light fell on you and stuff. Yeah, like, sure. And that was expensive. And then they were like, you also need to sign up for an equity name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so because <laughs> you can't just be yourself. Yeah, yeah. And my, yeah. I was Lorinda Fizzle, Fizzle, uh, Lorinda Fiddleskids. Um, <laughs> didn't catch on. Um, so yeah, there was one show I was in where like. Obviously, the director, the director's kids were in it. Oh. And, like, there was... I, mm, were they awful? No. Or were they, like, okay? They, they might watch this. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they were good, but, like, there was talk about, like, well, that that's your kid. Mm-hmm. You can't give them a Nepotism. Yeah. And then, like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Do yeah, you know what I mean? sure. And, like, it's just a lot. And the longer you've been with these companies... Because you paid your dues, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be guaranteed a main part. Mm-hmm. I walk in, mm-hmm. never done a musical before, audition for Les Mis, get Marius. People were furious with me. <laughs> furious. <laughs> Who's this fucking Who's this fucking cunt? Gayest <laughs> Marius. Was well. it off the street? Yeah. And they, well, they... my, my friend Ashley messaged me, like, oh, they're auditioning Les Mis and there's not enough boys auditioning. Mm-hmm. Do you mind, like, I was like, yeah, I've never done a musical before, yeah. but I like singing. Sure. That was when I. Wanted to be a straight actor. Yeah. I wanted to be an actor rather than a musical theatre bitch. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, Dah! Do you know that, um, actually, I tell a lie, I did actually audition before, and it was for Les, Les Mis. Les Mis. Yeah, um, they cast me as a loaf of bread. <laughs> and shit went off. Starring that at all as <laughs> the, the <loaf>. bread. <laughs> but, oh. auditioning as well, nightmare fuel. Yeah, Children. I can imagine. I mean, I Crying. I had to audition to get into um, the drama course that I did at college before I did my A levels uh-huh. because I took a stab at doing a, an H and higher national certificate. It's mm-hmm. called an HNC in in Scotland. So I had to audition for that. The problem. The problem was, and this is so stupid. I had to audition for two people from a different department because they hadn't actually um, employed. Who was going to be the, the, the course leaders? I hate the arts. So here was me doing like a prepared monologue, like all fired up from this scene that I'd like written for a, a play previously. Because again, theatre faggot have written so many plays. That's jammy though, because they could never know if you forgot your lines. You've written it. Yeah, exactly. So I like perform this piece, and they're just like amazing, great. But then it really means nothing because they're from like the technical department. Yeah. You know, they're like used to sawing wooden shit. 
Although, to be fair, they're the bluntest cunts. Because um, they've seen them come and go. Yeah. They've seen enough productions that they've had to build, like, Audrey 2. Oh, no, them. I don't mean the, the technical theatre department. I mean, like, woodwork. Ah. <laughs> Because I went to the Polytechnic College in Dumfries, which was the one where people people went to learn drama, but they also went there to learn how to be a fucking brickie. Nice. Like, yeah. So you can imagine how much fun it was of me and all of the, like, theatre freaks wandering around yeah. at lunchtime trying not to get cigarette butts thrown at us. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I... Oh, is that going? I wish. Sorry, I thought it was um, my hand. <laughs> Am I leaving it? <laughs> Am I done? Don't call us. We'll call you. I auditioned for so many things. Yeah. I mean, like, it's... I there, there is a little part of there's two things that if I had the time I would really like Does to, she have the time? Does she have the time? There's two things which I always think would be really nice to do, do again. One would be to join a, um, a, dr- a drama group. Yeah. The other one would be to, jo- to join a choir. Done that. Not great. But, um, but, <laughs> <laughs> that's singing someone else's part now. Well, I think the problem with like being in a choir is like um, if you end up being Latavia rather than Beyonce, like yeah. if you never get a lead vocal, yeah. it's going to suck. I always do. Um, I'm really good. I don't mind standing um, at the back and just going, Ooh, bop, bop. <laughs> especially as a man, you end up just being percussion. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I just think it would be kind of fun yeah. to be a part of like a choir. I love harmonizing with people. Yeah. It's that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that shit's lit. Yeah. Like we've done it like what, twice? Yeah, by accident. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so if I could join, yeah, do Amdrum and do uh, uh, join a choir, uh-huh. a choir, but it is literally just like you have to, uh, you have to dedicate so much time mm, to it. And so also, much. I now you know what I'm like with remembering lyrics. How the fuck am I going to remember lines? Lines. I I still to this day have panic dreams where I'm on stage and I don't know the lines. I had one the other night. It's horrible. Do you remember I told you? Yeah. I had a dream where like we were going on stage to do something and I didn't know any yeah. of my lines and yeah. it was opening night yeah. and and I was and you were just like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Very real. <laughs> very, very real trauma because that's yeah. happened. Yeah. That's happened to me so many oh, times. Have you um did you ever blank on stage? Yeah. Like but fully like, like so like I was so, always cognizant enough to know the gist and make it up. Like someone MIB'd you. I've I've had that. Oh, it, it was my A level, um, I guess, performance yeah, yeah. exam, um, and we were doing uh, the film Two by Jim Cartwright. The film, the, the film? play. Sorry, Two. We were in a movie film. Yeah, we were in a film. <laughs> um, so the stage lights went up, and as the lights came up, my mind just went like, Ooh. like just blanked. And I just was, That's my nightmare. And I was just stood there and we were supposed to be running a pub, so we were just like miming serving pants and I was just silently handing our customers drinks thinking, What the fuck is my life? Oh my god. Uh, and it felt like it was about five minutes. It was probably about fifteen seconds until I managed to just say yeah. Anything, because if I said anything, my scene partner could push, then just pu- just push through. I have two things. I think One. it was. I think it was literally just two double dram buoys or something. I just couldn't <laughs> fucking remember. I know it. It was horrible. I, horrible. I, I, horrible. In Les Mis, I would have the book as the as the curtain went up. Throw it. <laughs> And just crack on. And they're just like, ah, 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 
You you're, can't risk that. You turn to the side and you're like, line, and the yeah. guillotine's already out. You're like, wait, how did he get this far ahead? So, at one point, I was in a show called Tommy, and I was Cousin Kevin. So you're you're holding a loaf of bread, and you turn to the side, and they're setting up the guillotine. You're like, how long was I out? <laughs> so, sorry. I had to open the show, yeah. leaning against the side of the stage, and having a cigarette. Is, I get on stage. Is Tommy the the rock musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Who's rock opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know you did that. Oh, that's that's kind of, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, I got nice. to I got to put a kid in a bin and kick it across the stage. Live. This close from the orchestra pit. <sighs> Nearly died. Um, so I was on stage, put the fag in my mouth, went to light the lighters doing that thing where it's just not creating a flame. In front of Everyone. hundreds of people. I'm just there like... And eventually the... Um, conductor just kind of goes, let's crack on. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sort of... <laughs> do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. You're so like, awful. oh no. One oh. time when I was Angel and Wren, I, my starting position when I'm first in drag in that, it's mm-hmm. like the door opens and I'm like there yeah. and there's a light behind me, mm-hmm. but I'm in a space that's this big mm-hmm. because there's only a limited amount of space on stage and this door's been like built and like, rickety rickety oh, shit yeah, there's sure. people walking above me and I'm like I'm dead um, <laughs> because that's a, because any, that's a, any minute a sa- it's just a person holding yeah. a sandbag's gonna fall yeah. on your head and like there's a light behind me but this is a stage light ooh, that's ooh. boiling hot I'm in this much room I get backstage and my wig has melted the wig had melted no yeah it was like it like crimped and then melted yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like a solid block Because I was of this close from a fucking stage light. That's so Another fucking... time. Oh, God. <laughs> um, another time I am... Um, I, I didn't, I didn't realise what a backseat I was going to be taking today, but you Baby, know what? Baby, you've had your time. <laughs> I want to be entertained. It's so good. Yeah, like, um, bring it all up. Like, I sense this is... In right, wait. I'll just... <laughs> Um, Point the microphone towards you, get it off your chest, babe. So I worked at the theatre as well. Like, was one oh, you were box office. Jobs. Yeah, well, I was box office bar, anything. And to prove that point, at one point they went, oh, the lighting guy's off sick. Um, Is this when they put you in the booth? They put me. So they were like, oh, it's it's the king and I, we need a spotlight. And I was like, I can do that. It's point and, point and go. Yeah. This is a spotlight that's this bigger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it's, a room, it's like the bat signal. Yeah, yeah. In a room that's essentially a matchbox stuck to the top of the theatre. So I'm literally like in in the fucking eaves with a giant thing in this tiny room. Um, and it's always on. Like when the spotlight isn't being used, it's just that the aperture's closed. Because they can't turn the massive light on and off. Every time. So I'm in this tiny room. Well, yeah, there'd be a brownout. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm in this tiny room with a script in pitch darkness with that's highlighted when I need to open the thing and who I need to point to. Um, So I'm following along and, like, dripping sweat. And every now and again, someone would come and bring me a glass of water. (laughs) Each time they opened the door and handed you a glass of water, you were just more naked. Naked. I was. I started you, you in a like, okay, Yeah, it was like jumper off. Okay, yeah. we're going to lose the shirt. No one can see me. Shoes are coming off now. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'm getting out of these jeans. <laughs> yeah, the last glass of water went up my ass. <laughs> I douched with it. Yeah, yeah. I gave myself an enema and held yeah. it in until I got home. Another time. Go mm-hmm. on. I know no, 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 no. I was going to direct back because obviously we both talked about like growing up theatrical. Oh, yeah, God. And as, <laughs> Growing up, when does it finish? Right. <laughs> the amount of times I saw the girl who was a little heavier than the other girls get, like, 
You've got a motherly figure. Oh, She's 14. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Like, why? You can't say that to a person. Yeah. The complex that that would give you as a child. Have you um, ever seen, there's a sketch by the Upright Citizens Brigade that's got Rachel Drache in it and Amy Poehler, uh, where it's about like a casting call for it, as like a children's part. And when they walk in, the guys are just so like awful about it. So when they're just like, okay, and what's your name? She's like, Tiffany with an eye and a lollipop over the eye. They're just like, and what are your measurements? So she's just like, 12, 12, 12. And then they end up just saying, she's not really getting us where we want. Can you hit her with the boom mic? Yeah. It's like, that's not that's far. Absolutely that's accurate. not that far off yeah. what happens yeah. to these fucking kids. Terrible. Oh, the best part as well is before her audition, Amy Poehler pretends that she's walking out of before and she's like, ha Thanks, I had a great time meeting you too. And then just gives her death, like in daggers, as she walks by her. She's <laughs> trying to psych her out. Like when Roger Smith auditions for um, a woman's part in like, uh, I think it's like a uh, soap opera. Uh-huh. And after she gets the casting, she opens the, sorry, Roger, as the woman, opens yeah. the door and just shouts out, go on, bitches, I nailed it. Well, that's the energy you have to have. <laughs> it is, though. I, um, I did uh, Rent, auditioned for Angel, <gasps> and I was, at the time, working with drag queens. Yeah. So everyone else just showed up and did their bit. I did my reading, and then I had about half an hour till I did my song mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. So I got changed. Oh. I brought a wig, I brought the shoes, and oh, I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. mama, yeah. I was ready. Yeah. And everyone else was like, Shit, shit. Like, I've really fucked the goat on this yeah, one. Yeah, I just have cream pied the paper boy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even put my willy between my legs. <laughs> my willy. My willy. Uh, <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? I'm trying to think of things that have gone wrong. There's so many things. What do you mean? Wrong. Like whilst you've been on stage? Yeah, yeah. Or... One time I was in Panto. Oh, God. And, uh, oh! Pantomime. I, right? I did a pantomime. You blocked it out? I did! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, do you want to know what my character's name was? was it? it was Tommy Tittlemouse. <laughs> That's your new drag name, I'm sorry. Tommy You're Tommy Tittlemouse. Oh Were you a mouse? No. A mouse? No, I don't was, know the cat's in your hand. I don't really know what I was. Like, but they <laughs> they gave us like a rose, rosy cheeks by literally like um draw they had um one of the makeup compacts they would trace around the edge of it in like red face paint and then like imprint it on her cheeks and then color that in like solid puppet cheeks and drawn on eyelashes. Oh God. So I don't know what we were supposed to be. Sounds terrifying. Um, I th- can't even remember what the pantomime was. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like. <laughs> this is your way of saying it. This it, is like you got, you got touched as a child. You and know, it, just it, it was, it was a real sort of like off, off, off Broadway nursery like story, mm. like like a fairy tale that you've never heard of. Nice. Yeah. All the best ones. And I can't really remember much about it, but I was like the hero. I had to have, okay. a, I had to have a sword fight with the villain. Nice. Um, but there was one line that was so humiliating that um, I just cut it. I just, I just never cut it. I just never said. The director's I, there, like fucking. Say the I line. just never said the line because uh, then, then the before, line. I can't remember. Aww. But it was something about this is my something or other, and I'm going to fight for it. And I was just like, I couldn't bring myself to say it. I was like, I'm 13. I'm too self-aware. Yeah. Um, 
And I was like, I know at some point our friends being cunts are going to come and see mm-hmm. this because me and some other friends were in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just wouldn't say it. And because I just stood there and wouldn't say it, the villain just changed the cue to just come on early. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Good. Yeah. Good. I, rewrote, I, I rewrote that script without asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not doing it. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was in Cinderella. And... Oh, see, at least it was something real. Yeah. Uh, well, this one... That was probably called like the Rububu or something like just not you were the Bubu. Yeah. Um, no, I was Tommy Diddleman. I was I was Dandini, who's the prince's like comic relief. Friend. Oh fun. Um, okay. But at one yeah. point they swap places mm-hmm. and then I had like the prince is supposed to give me a sash and be like, now you're the prince, you go and do my thing, I'm gonna go yeah, pop yeah, off yeah. with Cinders. Sure. Um and so but he'd forgotten the sash. And so we just went there we are! <laughs> Just carried on! When I was in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory... And what? I, when I was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory... I heard it, but that's so cool! Yeah, I, was, I want to be I, in that! I was Violet Beauregard. Oh, yes, remember? of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. And I was uh, on stage with uh, my friend Kim, the one who always got the part, so she was Willy Wonka. Uh-huh. You know, gender blind, it's children's theatre. Yeah, yeah. Um, she fluffed her lines really badly... And then so I she, her. so she, but the worst part was she was stood in a sort of like the old razzle dazzle pose after she'd sort of done this little like maneuver. Yeah. Um, and she offered me some chewing gum, but she'd skipped like a load of lines, and oh, I no. kind of like I got all bamboozled, and I just turned to the director, and Erica just looked up at me and went, "Just take the gum." <laughs> what on stage? Because <laughs> yeah, I was nine, okay. and I panicked and just turned and was like, "What do like?" So I just took the gum and ate it and then just carried on with the scene. But it was one of those, like, you can't do that. No. Yeah. I was in... Um, but again, I was nine. Yeah. And, you know, well, when um, I was nine, I was in Whistle Down the Wind at the Playhouse. Um, <laughs> professional theatre. Fucking hell. And I was the kid who says, I've got... I, I would have had these opportunities had I grown up in Nottingham. No, I wouldn't. He <laughs> <laughs> had to audition, babe. Yeah. And... <laughs> Um, I was the kid. I had kid. a sweet mouth. I would have got by. <laughs> I had these tits at that age. Can you imagine? It's so gross. Yeah. I oh. was the kid who went, I've got a glass of fireflies. They mm-hmm. make amazing light. Um, but I'd forgotten my glass of fireflies. Oh, for fuck's sake. But there's a bit where they all like run around the stage and you just saw me dart off stage and then come back on like, I gotta go. <laughs> Let's try this again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. And they made us lip sync. We auditioned singing, and you had to audition with your best American accent. But some of the the like kids that had solos were just shit at American accents. Oh, the more talented kids, I could do everything because I grew up watching Friends. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, some kids just couldn't do an American accent, so they had, made them lip sync. Had they tried being better? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah they're getting paid. And like, like, how dare you make your problem? I was in Oliver, and I had a line in that. I was one of Ooh. Fagan's kids, and I got to say, "These sausages are mouldy." Yeah. And I did. And she's been saying it ever since. And they really Every did. time she went home with the trade. Yeah. This sausage is mouldy. <laughs> Kicking up a rat pong. But they gave us like mugs with um, rice cakes in. Because mm-hmm. you had to like visually eat something. Yeah. But they're not going to give you like cold sausage on mm-hmm. stage. So we had rice cakes. And afterwards they used to go around everyone's mugs and just eat the leftovers. Oh. Um, one, I was hungry. One time uh, in a play I had to um, eat dog food for some reason. Like fake dog food. So what, they, what, what they did is they like, um, I think they mashed up like some Mars bars. Oh okay. Um, That's with, nice. With something biscuity. I fucking love that yeah. scene. Put, put on two stone by the end of that season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 
at one point there was fat like, little kid like more dog food <laughs> more the scene please at one point it wasn't like Miz it was another thing but there was bread in it and they brought you know those like half baked stuff yeah. that you put in the oven and then like yeah, yeah, finish yeah, yeah. them off mm-hmm. they bought those and like did them just before they went on so it was like hot bread so the audience could smell it but after that everyone was like give me some of that yeah. <laughs> we're on stage starving it's just hot bread wafting everyone's into our like carb loading yeah, yeah yeah oh my god uh, I used to go on singer's diet what's a singer's diet Is no, that dairy, like no dairy no sugar no alcohol mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. um what was it there was loads of just rules and then basically you could have like I haven't had dairy in like 20 years. Why have I got a shit voice? <laughs> it was anything that could like thicken your yeah, throat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. That is weird. Yeah. I think we need to wrap this up. I know. Because we could do another like episode. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even cracked open the like juicy center. We haven't so- talked about like cast drama. We haven't talked about like romances because you're with these people for six months. Oh, we haven't talked about when I was in a play at college and I got cast as like the male lead and I had to be um, like a butch bodyguard. Yeah, I was like, um, because it was a, it was called Down the Line and it was a, uh, a modern adaptation of, the, I can't remember what the film, um, the play is called, I keep saying film, sorry. The original play is based, basically there's like a posh family with a butler yeah. Um, and they go on this cruise and it gets shipwrecked and then the butler's the only one that's got any practical skills so they become like the, the head honcho of okay. this, like leading this family through like not dying uh-huh. on an island essentially um, and then like the dad becomes a little bitch boy it's Lord of the Flies and you were piggy <laughs> maybe maybe no <laughs> yeah. but we did like a modern adaptation of it and I was a, it, it, she, the main girl in it um, was like supposed to be a pop star and uh-huh. I was her like personal bodyguard uh-huh. so um, yeah we like fell in love on the island because all the hierarchy and I had to like kiss her on stage and the, the, again, the director, the director, like, wrote us all a little card for, like, opening night. And my note in it was, like, have fun and remember, be butch. <laughs> That's so sad. Apparently, I've been really struggling with that aspect of my characterization. I, have I don't know why or how. Fuck's I have sake. one more short story. Okay, go on. We did Grease at school. I was Danny, obviously. Of course. Um, again, the gayest Danny. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was the only one who already had a leather jacket. Um, <laughs> and, like, there was the girl who played Sandy. I was her first kiss. Oh, On stage, so in front of everyone. Oh. I know. Did you slip at the tongue? No. Oh. But by that point, I was out. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know what? It's quite nice to have my first kiss with a gay guy, because oh. I know that I can just, like, now fuck I it up I... as much as I like. Yeah, now I know yeah. I won't catch it. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, it was nice. No, I'm not going to... I was going to... I was like, oh, and another oh, thing no. happened. Right, no. Juicy. I, we mustn't. Um, we, we should do a part so, two. Yeah, we should do a part yeah. two. Yeah. So, uh, please, if you um, have come out the other trauma dump of being a theatre kid comment below please, please comment below any of your stories That's because so they are so fucking fun yeah. literally so fun also some of the things that like you ended up doing where in hindsight you look back and go mm, feel soups approach yeah, yeah yeah like we were um always you're always labeled as a theater kid it's like mm-hmm. they're very mature for their age yeah because which we've been means talking that, about porn since we were six which means that therefore we can do this uh you know everyone can cut their teeth on this really gritty play and you're like i'm 12 yeah <laughs> people we're doing a play about the first world war and people dying yeah. like i'm a child i'm a child sir yeah, yeah. but um well i think we should come back and do more because we this should, is like should. i can't believe that i can't believe that i 
blocked out doing a panto. panto. I really did. I, I, ge- you I genuinely forgot. I hated it. Yeah, I so much. I kind of like went along to the open like the open thing just yeah. to see, but then of course what happens is you turn up and there's not enough people there. You get a part. Yeah. Don't turn up don't. In, in a small town. Unsure, in a don't. small town, in like an independent theater. Plus, it was also a bit like because mm, they were like our rivals. Because there was like there was the old well theater, and then there was the Moffat Youth Theater, and I was at the Moffat Youth Theater, and then the old well theater did like um, well, the more professional. They had mm-hmm. like more money, <laughs> more money, and like they do like bigger productions, and people would like tour shows that would come through and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like scandalous that mm-hmm. I went and did like the pantomime there one year. You slag. Anyway. Please like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> send it to all of your theatre friends. Absolutely. Uh, and if you would like us to wax lyrical about more of our traumas, you can always subscribe to our Patreon. Oh. Uh, thank you. Huge shout out to all of the people that already um, subscribe to Le Patreon. Um, it is really lovely every once in a while um, making a withdrawal to buy a wig. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love it. It also kind of pays for my time editing. So thank you again. It's, yeah, it's lit. Thank it's you good. so much. Uh, anything else to say on the matter? You theatre faggot. No. Okay, great. <laughs> you blanked on your line. Funny <laughs> guy podcast. Take the gum. Take the gum. Just take the gum. Just take the gum. Just take the gum. Just take the gum. Please, I'm six. <laughs>